You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. So my question to you is, do you think that she had the right to be like, the fuck? Or do you think that he had to the right to be like, the suck? Absolutely. <laughs> that was so fucking funny that I just made that. What the fuck? No. Take a look at this suck. Wait, I just take my joke. No, I, try, I tried to get it better. It actually got worse. <laughs> You're listening to the Laughing Couple podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. You want it? Do I need to turn your mic up? Oh, it's fine. Check it, check it. Check, check. Check, give it, give it. Give it, give it, give it. Give it. <laughs> okay, hello, hello. That's check it, perfect. Check it, check it, check Right there. Check it to Chinese, to Chinese chicken. Have a drumstick, but your brain's not ticking. Okay. Watch the next files with the lights on. We're done amazing. Um, you oh. wouldn't have seen this email because it came to me, but I thought it came to our podcast one from Josh Groban. I just saw your, uh, I just saw your stories on Instagram. I'm a very supportive husband. I watch all of your stories. I am so concerned for the amount of people who didn't understand that it was sarcasm. Well, Britt, I'm not going to lie. I, at first it was sarcasm, but because you went on for as long as you went on with that story, it became less sarcastic. No, it didn't. It was so dry. I was talking about how I need to make notes on all of the things I think about nature. For the podcast. Yeah, I'm dead ass serious. It was a long story. It was, I so, was just looking 10, at the- 26, uh, oh, my favorite numbers. Look I was that. looking, I was reading the email that was sent. And then I, so I wrote him back. I was like, hello, Josh. <laughs> Thank you for reaching out. I was like, um, so is uh, Nike going to fit us with all of the gear for the podcast? Who are the other artists? Right. And so he wrote me back again and he was like, he literally just copy and pasted what he wrote the first, the first time. And then he said, also, this is Stefan. I'm directly management for Josh. This isn't Josh. You're speaking with his management. And I was like, got it, Stefan. So, um, you just took a massive, massive risk emailing them back. Why? Know? Because that's the scam. No, it's not. The, the scam is if I would have clicked any of the links underneath. If I email someone back, it's oh, not, that you, does not. You got to be careful with the email back. Just like you really have to no. be careful with the text back. These text messengers are getting so good. I don't think, I don't agree about I got a text back. message the other day that said, um, oh shoot. And that's my story. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I got a text message the other day 
And it was brilliant. It was uh, something like, hey, how are you doing? Or, hey, checking in on you. Everything okay? Things like that. Mm -hmm. Because you're immediately going to be like, oh, shit. Do I know this person? Yeah. Do I know this person? Yeah. Anyways, he wrote me back. Because then I was like, and um, I'm assuming you're going to need my banking information for payment. Because he was like, well, you'll be paid two days before. And he was like, we accept all um, outside of the U.S. It's like PayPal and stuff like that. But we need that information. I was like, got it. And I haven't haven't responded. Is he does he also sell pigeons? What? There was a guy. Do you remember the Pigeon King? No. This was a big, big, big scam that happened back in the and I believe it was in Ontario, southern Ontario for like there was this guy from I let's go Saudi Arabia as an example, who was a king and he uh, needed pigeons and so he was paying farmers in ontario jake you got something in your right eye your eyes getting very red um he's like i was the pigeon king yeah <laughs> it's me he's crying because he's Jessica. like i fell for, i fell for this <laughs> anyways he was paying an exorbitant amount of money for pigeons because they couldn't get pigeons in this country um and so uh, at first, this is where the Ponzi scheme came into play. At first, he was paying out. And so all of these farmers in Ontario started to change their farms from chicken coops to pigeon coops. Well, did you know it's illegal to kill a pigeon? Oh, no, I did not know. So you had in all- every in everywhere in the world uh, here in Ontario. I don't know anywhere else in the world. Okay. I don't know the jurisdiction. Well, there's like those weird laws. Uh, this is a law in Ontario. You can't kill a pigeon. So you had all of these farmers who had literally changed their entire farms to move from chickens or whatever they were doing to pigeons. And it turns out that there was no prince in Saudi Arabia that needed these pigeons. And all of a sudden, these farmers spent hundreds of thousands of dollars converting their their farms. And they were left with all of these pigeons that they couldn't kill. Like, what's the point of this? I don't understand. It was a Ponzi scheme. It was literally like a pyramid scheme of just transferring wealth. And then they just, they didn't ship their pigeons anywhere? They couldn't. Couldn't. They, they were just, and you know what pigeons do when they're in a coop together? They fuck. Okay. And you know what they do when they fuck? They have more pigeons. Oh, and you can't kill the pigeons. That's such a random Look it up. Scheme. It's called the pigeon king. Like if I'm going to do a Ponzi scheme, I'm going to fuck with the pigeons. Like what was that person's idea where did that come from i don't know but it worked so random the guy made the guy made a lot of money so what he would do is he would he, my understanding of it is they would bring in the equipment required to cultivate pigeons and they made a lot of money like mm-hmm. a lot of money it was on the news so this is what's scary to me about the world like how how are people falling for this like, okay, so the scams right now are like the ones that they can um, alter their voice to sound like somebody you know, which has happened to two of my friends. Um, and they typically target elderly people because they don't know. They're going to be like, yeah, for sure, this is my granddaughter and they, I need to send them. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That I can understand the um, vulnerability and like being gullible to that, especially into the older generation. But like a fucking pigeon king? I'm telling what? you, I know Jake's looking it up right now. It was oh huge. It God. was huge. These That's guys so made bizarre. millions of dollars selling equipment to farmers. Could you imagine someone calling my great granny or calling great granny, calling my granny and saying, Hey granny, it's, it's Ryan. I'm stuck in prison. I need yes, $5,000. She would be like, no problem. My granny would be like, absolutely. What can I do? Ryan, I'm so sorry. What, what did you, you do? I know. Can we uh, completely pivot, um, pivot and talk about pivot. 
Squid Games, Pivot. the show. This show, the sorry, it's like the game show. Yeah, can we hold on? Can we, really before we do that, it. can yeah. we just acknowledge that? Hey, Happy New Year! Yeah, true. Happy New Year's, guys! You made it. 2023 is over. You got through the the holiday season. You got through New Year's. Congratulations. Hold on. It's December 22nd. <laughs> well, it, yeah, but Well, this won't this when won't you're launch. This, this won't launch until the New Year, but I just love how you're like, "Happy New Year. We made it." We did. Yeah. We haven't yet. Can you imagine I didn't? This might not age well. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Why would you put that out there? Oh, sorry. Knock, knock on wood. Knock on wood. But anyways, yeah. Yes. Happy New Year's, guys. Yes. Happy New Year. We're going to talk about the New Year shortly. But before we do that, we're going to talk about the Squid Games. So this is, we try to find a show that we watch with the Fam Jam. And this is, I think, the one thing that we really did not consider when we decided to have our children four years apart. Um, because it's really hard to watch a movie or a show with the kids because of their age difference. Um, Squid Games, there's some swearing in it, but like at this point. Who gives we, a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, but hold on. Also, we need to be clear. It's not the Squid Game, like the the series that came out years ago. It's the like the game show reality version. So no one's actually dying. Mm-hmm. It is such a trip. Like the way it is like blocked out it leaves you so like on your seat every episode because you think that when they interview someone right they're like oh this has got to be like a main character in the show like they're safe incorrect they will fucking die the next second like it is no one's safe and it's such a crapshoot in like how how you would even win like part of it is pure luck especially in the beginning pure luck and then uh, definitely the other half is is strategy like you need to be so strategic in every game you can't be too friendly because then people are gonna be like oh they're too likable they're the leader you have to just like float in the middle the one guy said it the best he was like you want to cross the finish line in every game but you don't want to be first you don't need to be that first player it is so good what do you think percentage wise is strategy and what percentage do you think is luck in that game well i think it changes as you go on no as like a whole thing but if you look hard. at it as a whole snapshot, 100% of the of the show's over now, what percentage do you think is luck? I don't know, because each game is so different. I think it's 60% luck. Oh, oh I think more I would. More luck, I, more luck yeah, than anything else. I would I would definitely say it's over 50 for yeah. luck, for sure. But do you know what I just heard? Someone no. just wrote this to me. The the very game, the first game, Red Light, Green Light, which is the one where they had, like, she turns around and, and it's, da, yeah, da, yeah. Dee, da, dee, da. Cooper actually does it really well. I'm a senior. I'm a senior. Yeah. Okay. So that one where they're, if they move, (laughs) if they move in the real game, they're shot. This one, they have like the little paint things or whatever. Cool. By the way, did you know it was about 30 minutes each time they stopped seven hours, Yeah. Yeah. seven hours. I did not know that because I guess the world was so annoyed with people who were like crying after like they were like holding it. And they're the like, why the fuck are they the crying? Yeah. yeah. She was like, I lit- like I have like buns of steel from this game because she was squatting for so long. I didn't know it was seven hours. What I heard six have- hours. But- what could they? I- I'm thinking an hour max. Like no. what the fuck were they doing? Did they have to reload the doll? Like what? What? Why no, did it take were- so long? No, because they were holding to see if anyone moved. Are you that serious? Was the challenge. Wow. That was the challenge. Yeah, that's awful, because I think that they should have showed that it would have taken that long. Like, I I think they should have done like a time lapse of how long, because that's not how it read. You'd think that's so stupid. Anyways, it's a really, really good game. But this goes back to kind of what I was thinking about with how I'm concerned for 
like not concerned, but it worries me sometimes how people don't understand things like sarcasm or dry or like these um, scams. The way you and I were yelling at the TV during one episode or the end, we're not going to ruin it for you, but there's a player who doesn't, um, she's not a team player. Everybody basically decides we're going to do it this way. And we're all, she has no integrity. She, it's not a team game. She just has no integrity. No, but hold on. Like this is, um, cause somebody wrote me and she had like a difference of opinion. So at first I think the difference is, is that if everybody was like saying, yes, we're all going to take a risk here. So everybody has equal amount risk, right? She like she should have been more vocal to say, I am not down with that. Like, I don't want to do that. And honestly, like, I don't fault her for that. This is a fucking game. Like, no, I don't want to do that. However, she's dumb in the fact that like you're going to get farther during this specific game. You definitely should have hopped on that board, but she didn't. Here's the mistake she made for me. She 100 percent was not on board with it. But then pretend until no, until it suited her until it suited her. Yeah. The, the millisecond it suited her, mm-hmm. she became on board with it. But she had already made the decision two times when given the opportunity yeah. to get on board with it. She did not get on I board know. with it. And then she was forced into making a decision. But what really, And then when she made the decision instantly but on I was board with the team, the team first. Raging because we're yelling at the screen because all the other players... They go play a game like the next one. And the one girl is the only one that like notices her shady shit and basically like makes a move to try to get her out. And everyone else is like, what are you doing? We can't trust you now. We can't trust you. We're like, what the fuck? Like, did you, me, guys, bitch. did you not know that she was like, it was so obvious. Anyways, the problem, it's a good show. You got to prob- watch it. The problem that that girl had, and this comes down to it, whether, you know, I like business and business starts and not doesn't end, but starts with sales. If you're going to, to make right. a position and she you're going to, it. and you're going to sit in, in that, you have to sell it. Yeah. You have to get everybody enrolled in your decision. If you don't have enrollment, now you look like the bad guy. Yeah, for sure. You got to sell it. Sell for the sure. sizzle. Yeah. It was a, it was a really steakhouse good. and bar. Good friends, good steak. See you tonight. It's sell a really, the sizzle. really good show. Anyways. Okay. Yeah, it was a good show. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Speaking of the New Year's, I have done some research on, because we we love a good Reddit thread, Am I the Asshole situation. So I have a couple here, mm. and I'd like to discuss them. Okay. 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 So <clears throat> this I, one is more- end that, uh, that, but I, I like it. I like it. Change it up. 2024. We're in 2024 already. This, well, you are. We're not. <laughs> this one is a story that I'm going to turn into Am I the Asshole? Because I'm genuinely curious if you think that she is in the wrong here. Is that not how this game's played? No, because this wasn't written as an Am I the Asshole? It's just a story that someone shared like in a different thread. Oh, that like had this a, person already knew they weren't the asshole. This person hmm. thinks that they're not an asshole. And I just, I have some thoughts oh. on either side. Oh, oh okay. okay. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from. Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. 
What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit good vibes with an S juice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with good vibes juice. Hey, Ryan. Yes. You stink. Um, okay. I stink too. Don't worry. Everyone actually stinks and it's normal to have body odor just in case you needed a reminder. Okay. Thank you for that. But the best part is you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. Up for debate. It is. Okay, when I was in my early 20s, my ex broke up with me before he was... Before he left the country to teach abroad. I was still madly in love with him. We only broke what was her up. Name? What? The broad. Oh my God. You're what was so her name? Dumb. <laughs> teach abroad. I was still madly in love with him. We only broke up because he'd be gone for so long. He'd be gone. He'd be gone for so long. Um, gone, 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 been gone so long. Been gone, 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 been gone. Ooh. He was home over the holidays and I convinced myself that New Year's Eve would be our big romantic reunion. We were at a friend's place with 30 of our closest acquaintances and naturally the keg ran out by 1030. So by the time midnight rolled around, everyone was absolutely mangled. I was on the hunt for my ex so we could leave together per my mastermind plan. Only I walked in on him getting a blowjob from some random girl in the bathroom. Cue public, public. Cue full public meltdown. The next day he told me it was none of my business what he did, in quotations, but because he wasn't my boyfriend anymore. So as if him, we were on a break, as if him choosing to hook up with a random girl in a place he knew I'd find him and in front of everyone we knew wasn't supposed to be hurtful. Like, I think not. I told him to never talk to me again, never ask about me or even think about me ever again. 15 years later, I feel so much shame over the whole incident. Um, I, so my, this, this is just a story she said. So my question to you is, do you think that she had the right to be like the fuck? Or do you think that he had to the right to be like the suck? Absolutely. <laughs> that was so fucking funny that I just made that. What the fuck? No, take a look at this suck. Wait, I just take much. No, I tried, I tried to get it better. It actually got worse. <laughs> I apologize for that, Brittany. Cause what this was, I thought for sure. That. In my head, I'm like, I'm going to do that better. Oh, my God. And I fucked it up. Tell you, look at this suck. <laughs> you know who sucks? This girl. This broad. Good thing I taught her. <laughs> um, 100%. She has no right. Mm. Absolutely, unequivocally, no right. First and foremost, in, in life, we get upset 
because we wanted something and didn't get it. We expected something and get, didn't get it or something happened and we didn't say anything about it. Those are the three reasons we get upset. That's, that's all, all comes down to. We expected something, didn't happen. We wanted something, didn't happen. She had an expectation of that evening and she wanted something that evening that she did not get alignment around. Mm-hmm. They broke up. Mm-hmm. He moved on. Mm-hmm. She had this grand scheme that this was going to be something magical and he didn't. Mm-hmm. That's not his problem. That's not his fault. How is he even remotely responsible for it? I felt it was weird that she was like, he did it in a place that he knew I would find him. Like, I'm pretty sure he wasn't like, let's go somewhere where I know my ex is going to be like, the fuck? You know, it's 11 o'clock. My my ex usually has a piss around 1110. Yeah. If you start sucking my dick at 1105, I probably will finish at 1105. I think, I don't. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do this in the washroom. She's definitely going to piss at this time. So this wasn't like an am I the asshole? Because she's not an asshole for that. Like, who cares? Um, But I do feel for her. Of course. I think that it would be not in poor taste because you're right. She has absolutely no claim anymore. Like they've been broken up and I'm assuming that they broke up when he went to teach abroad months ago, which what I'm assuming would be like August, maybe September, which now they've been broken up for four months. If it's new year's, I think that maybe he could have had a little bit more respect for her when there's like, you know, 30 of their closest friends there. And like, it was open, whatever, sure. Or take her back somewhere else or like something. I get that. But at the same time, also, she has no right. Like no. It, it, he's not with her anymore. No, none. it's just a really unfortunate situation. I feel bad for her for sure. Yeah. Because like, that's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Who in their right mind would ever want that to happen to themselves or anyone else for that matter? Have you ever had, have you ever like done something and somebody's walked in on you at a party or anything? Have I ever like with an ex? No, just like anybody, maybe not an, an ex, but like, have you ever been like caught red handed uh, by my kids with your it. dick out? <laughs> My kids, you? No. You never? No, I don't think so. Oh. I'm trying to think about like. Mm, no, I've never been caught. No. I'm not really, I'm not really uh, one of those risque guys. Like I don't do things in areas where I'm going to get caught, I think. Mm-hmm. But I've maybe never been, just like I've parties never been. and stuff. Like you've never been hooking up with a girl at a party and like somebody walked in, not caught, but just like, oh shit. I've never actually ever had sex with someone at a party. Weren't you in a, a space bang? where somebody was like getting a blowjob? Oh, yeah, we can't talk about that because we know something. <laughs> I don't know who this is. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and all you hear is. Oh, that never happened, though. Well, I thought it did. No, 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 no. So I went to Niagara Falls. I went with Smitty and Ostapuck and uh, a friend of mine. And I think I've told a story on this. Yes, it, it and did. And I slept it... on the floor. I slept on the floor. No, that's not what and I'm talking about. No, so Smitty needed his own bed because that's Smitty. And I know I love you, Smitty, but you needed your own bed. And so I couldn't sleep in Smitty's bed. And then this woman who I liked and my buddy, Jeremy, they slept in the same bed and I slept on the floor beside them. And I heard and I assumed. Could you turn your fucking phone off? First of all. Like in Sarah. First of all, beige. It is. That was vibration. Doesn't matter. On silent, motherfucker. Anyways, I heard and I assumed that Jeremy was getting a blowjob. No, that's he, not the night I'm talking and about. And he heard and thought I was getting a blowjob. And so he refused to turn around and I refused to look up. And, and she was just and fingering she was just, herself? No, no. She was just like in her sleep. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So in the morning I was like, chair, like, did you get a blowjob? He's like, no, did you? I'm like, no, 
And then we we're like, oh, well, maybe Tyler got one. <laughs> no, I'm talking about when Clive was like, oh, she doesn't want you to suck his dick or something like that. You know what I mean? That was probably the the most uncomfortable. Situation. I never felt I've never yeah. felt worse for a woman in my life. Yeah. And I was at not the cause. I wasn't the root cause of it. I was at the root of it. <laughs> yeah. I was at the root of it. It was it goes, very. It goes root and then cause. Yeah. And he it, was not the lowest. I was there. I was, I was there. And, I participated. And my decision uh, ruined her night. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that, that's kind of on her too. I guess so. Anyways, that, what, what a terrible thing to have happened to a human being. I am mm-hmm. so sorry. Probably not listen to this podcast. I can tell you that much. Are you going to tell the story? No, I'm not telling the well, story. Well, now that just leaves it up for interpretation. Can I tell the story? I think you can. Okay. No, you're not naming any names. We no were one, at a cottage. Literally, no one has any idea who we're talking. We were about. at a cottage, and my with me and my best friend, who's no longer with us. Um, and uh, there was this girl who had who was violently ill. She mm-hmm. was super, super sick. She drank way too much, way too quickly. And so I brought her upstairs to take care of her. Mm-hmm. And as she was puking, whatever, she ended up passing out and she passed down on me, which is fine. No problem whatsoever. Well, there was this other girl at the party who had every intentions, very similar to this girl here, had mm-hmm. every intentions of hooking up with me at this party. And so she came up to, in fact, hook up with me. And I had this drunk girl on me this entire time. And she's like, She's like, let's, let's make out. Let's do this. And I'm like, I can't, like, I can't make out with you. I, I'm literally holding this. If I move her, she's going to throw That's up all so over cringy me. to be like, let's get, get well, <laughs> what I didn't, what I did not know was that my best friend cleverly was in the bunk bed above, above us, yeah. above us. Right. And so, uh, he's there not saying anything. Like what was he even fucking doing? Just there? listening to this whole thing happen. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, come on, come on, come on. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, this, this is, is wrong. Yeah, like, it's yeah. awkward and it's wrong. Yeah. Anyways, finally, my friend wakes up, wakes up. He just like brings himself into the, he leans over the bunk bed and says, without using her, or without using her name, Jesus Christ, he doesn't want a blow job. Would you just go downstairs? It's so, but it's so like, Clev. Like Clev would have just been like, "Can you shut the just fuck shut the fuck up?" up. Like, like oh I looked God. at this poor girl's face, and she realized, "Oh my God, I've been doing this with someone listening this entire time, and you've That's been mortifying. You've literally been rejecting me this entire time, and now this person is calling me out on it. Like yeah. that would have been mortifying, the worst thing ever. It really would. I, but also, like, I know we just kind of chuckled about it. That was the probably the meanest moment." That has ever happened in my life. Correct. But hold on. I also just need to say, like, there needs to be some accountability on her part where you're trying to look after this girl who's fucking mangled. And she's like, let's take this opportunity to have sex while you're holding on to this drunk girl who is going like violently ill. Like, not the time. Not the time. There's a time and a place for that. Neither. And this was neither of those two. Okay. So let's go into a different story. This isn't a, am I the asshole? This is just like a, fuck, that's a really shitty story. (laughs) Okay. Went to a New Year's Eve concert where a guy I was semi-seeing and his band were playing. I had planned on surprising him because I originally thought I couldn't make it. Midway through the show, he's like, I'm dedicating this next song to a special lady. She said she couldn't make it, but I just spotted her in the audience. I couldn't be happier. My heart was a flutter. Here's to you, Anna. My name is not Anna. (laughs) He pulls some other girl on stage and starts serenading her. I honestly thought I was going to die then and there. 
And anyways, and she's like, as soon as I could escape, I ran out the venue crying all the way down Essex, stopped a bodega, bought a six pack of Coors and drank them on the train ride home. So this reminded me so much of when I was like, what's your name? Oh, God. <laughs> and it wasn't me. I could literally oh. feel this story coming. I know. Like I could feel this story. I've coming. already told that story. We don't need to tell. No, it. you haven't. I think on I this? have. Yeah. Like when we were, when we were young, Ryan and I were talking on MSN and I was 16. Ryan was 19 and we were just friends at this point because we Age lived across gap. the street and he was talking to me every day about this girl he really liked, but he, she was only 16 and he felt wrong about it. And so the whole time I was like, this motherfucker's talking about me. Oh my God. And so we just had this full conversations and like, you know, blonde hair. I was blonde at the time, blonde hair, like super funny, like really easy to talk to. And I was like, tell me more. And uh, like the same. I was like, what's her name? Oh, no. First you were like, and she's really good at sports. And I was like, ah, ah, ah. like, that was my first clue that maybe like, first, first of all, I thought that you were like, I was like, oh, he doesn't know me that well because I'm not like I wasn't like super athletic in high school. I can play sports, but I didn't play any sports. Yeah, Phoebe, Phoebe and, and so I was like, oh, he, this is fine, whatever. And then I was like, well, what's her name? Still fully thinking it was me. And he was like, and then he said, is this he dated this girl for another four years? And I was like, oh, it's not me this whole time. I was so mortified. Anyway, I, uh, I but feel bad you know, for this girl. You know what, though? Like, that relationship lasted three and a half years. So it was, le- it was legit. Mm-hmm. It's, not like I, it's not like I was a dick about it. Like, I've always, I've always looked at this. Like, that, that girl ended up, like, kind of cheating on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they had a... Uh, they did not have a physical relationship <laughs> cheating, but they certainly... affair? Certainly had an emotional affair. And then, like, after three and a half years of dating this girl, she started dating that guy right away. So, like, they, she cheated on me. Um, but I always, I was upset about it at the beginning, but then they ended up lasting for like three years. It didn't work out for them either, but whatever. But I was never upset about it because I'm like, well, clearly they liked each other. It mm-hmm. lasted three years. It's it wasn't not like, just like a random, fling. it wasn't a random fling. I, I could easily get over it. So I got over it. So you should probably, you know, get over it. You don't think I'm over it? We're married. We've been together for 13 years and we have two kids. I, if I wasn't over it, I oh, don't think I would you, be laughing. You about are this. over it? Yes. Okay, good. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. I just think it's a funny story. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. It's a funny story. What was the, did you ever have a New Year's where you got like really drunk? Um, no, I was, I was, I had a New Year's where I was like, so I got drunk the night before and then I got like a, the flu or something. I was at my ex-boyfriend's house in Chatham 
and we uh, like I was violently ill, like throwing up all day. And we he had bought tickets to like a gala or something that night. And I was like, I cannot go like I'm literally vomiting every hour. And he was like, you have to go. And so I put on a dress and we went and I spent the majority of the time in the bathroom at this fucking event throwing up like in my dress. And he was so mad at me sitting at the table. <laughs> and I was like, because I'm doing this on purpose. Like I had the flu. Uh, so, no, I was never like drunk like that like you know me I don't usually like to lose control at a party and be like the most hammered one for multiple reasons I just like to have my space if I'm ever like shmammered it's with people that I trust like now there were nights when I was like in college and stuff that I was uh college in university when I was like drunk at the bar but literally never to the point where I was blackout ever I always remembered and knew where I was because I usually had to mom up my first New Year's uh, intoxicated tales was, uh, I think it was grade 10. Uh, my parents had a house party at one at my best friend's parents' house. So my best friend and my parents were really good friends. They all, we all played football together. And so my best friend at the time invited a bunch of our friends to this house party. And we were just at that age where our parents were kind of cool with us having champagne well, they had all these champagne flutes, like plastic champagne flutes all hanging out. And so, you know, the ball drops, we say cheers. Well, not everyone likes champagne. So mm-hmm. we drank all of it. Like we drank all of the How champagne. How old were you? Sorry. I think I was about 15, 14, 15. <laughs> like seven. Yeah. <laughs> we drank all of it. But like, again, our parents were like, they're kind well, by the time that happened, my parents were probably intoxicated and, yeah. I know, and like his parents were intoxicated. So they 15, didn't give a that's shit. Fine, yeah. And they like, it was kind of at that age where like, we know our kids are here. We know they're safe and everything's okay. I spent the entire evening throwing up with all of these oh. girls that I was trying to be really cool about. Yeah. I wanted them to think that I could drink, yeah. but I didn't, wasn't a drinker. And clearly wasn't a champagne drinker. I lit- I vomited oh, no. nonstop for hours upon champagne hours. Is so much sugar. And the girl who was like literally rubbing my back the entire time, I ended up dating her. her name was Lisa. She was a lovely girl. If I now think <clears> about <throat> it, on our on our prom night, I had really hurt my back, and I was on Percocets for my back. And again, I decided that I was going to try to drink as quickly as I could possibly drink the amount of alcohol that I drank. I did not go to prom with Lisa, but poor Lisa on prom spent the entire evening rubbing my back as I threw up violently. And I had a football game the next day. It was such a terrible, terrible time for me. But Lisa, if you are listening to this and you do listen to this, or if anyone who knows Lisa listens to this, please thank Lisa. Mm -hmm. Because the two times that I got really, really intoxicated in in high school, Lisa was there to rub my back. Yeah, now she's telling it a totally different story. This fucking asshole made me miss my prom. Anyways, okay, this is a funny story. It's very short. Good night. Okay, so (laughs) on New Year's Eve, this girl said, my brother got me drunk and put up banners over the house in the current year. So she was so fucked up, she went to bed. Okay, like so hammered. So then while she was sleeping... He put up banners all over the house that was from the current year and then made me think I was having a dream. He even recorded the last New Year's Eve show and put it in the DVD as well as having the 2009 glasses. So when she woke up, she thought she was in like a groundhog year. She was like, what the fuck? Okay, so first of all, brilliant. Second of all, oh my he's mental. God, that's wild to think of that. Because he would have had to think of that the year prior to record. No. He well, would have he would have had to think I'm going to fuck my sister up. Yeah. 
Like I'm going to get my sister drunk. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. That's actually quite disturbing. That's disturbing. <laughs> but also like really good. Oh, prank. I'm gonna get you, sis. I'm gonna get you fucking <laughs> he's alcohol actually, poisoning. He's in jail now. Yeah. He's a serial killer. Like that is like. Yeah. That's funny. That's a brilliant. That's a, but that's kind of. I know. I know. Okay. This is a. This is a. Two. Am I the assholes? And they're very similar, like very similar. Mm, Yeah. Okay. The first one. I, female 32, recently inherited a good amount of money from my mom. She Uh, passed away. Sorry. I keep the money in a separate account. Sorry. I keep the money in a separate account as I still haven't decided what to do with it. And I didn't want it to go to waste. I noticed my husband constantly bringing up the inheritance money and making countless suggestions as how I should spend it. Another thing is that he expects me to pay for nearly everything the past couple of weeks. For New Year's Eve, my husband and I met up with his family at a restaurant to celebrate. I was going, it was going fine until I found out that I was expected to pay for everyone at the table. My husband's mom joked about paying for dinner out of my inheritance pocket, which made me livid, but I showed no reaction. Just silently paid for my own food and drinks, then got up and made my way out of the restaurant. They were shouting after me like a crowd and my husband tried to get me to come back, but I would, but I drove home. He got back at 3 a.m. yelling at me, saying I was pathetic to get up and walk out on him and his family after they relied on me to pay their food. And I thought I was gracious enough to do it, but they were wrong. He said I humiliated him and his family and that what I did was an attempt to get back at them for not being able to help mom when she was sick. The fuck? I'm like mad. This makes me so mad. Right? Like how gross. How gross. That makes me so mad. Like, it's so fucked up. Listen, inheritance, inheritance is a touchy subject to begin with. Nobody wants to receive inheritance. Yeah. Period. I know. Because I don't care how much money it is. I take my parents over it all day long. Of course. All day long. So the idea that someone thinks, oh, this person got a windfall, it's not a windfall. Their parents gone. Right. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure she'd much rather have her mom than this fucking money. But like. Let me get this straight. Oh Your mother died God. in an illness and the thing that the in-laws take from it is great. Now she can pay for everything. Now you got money. And not only that, but they the went, fuck? they went to the restaurant and racked up a bill that they thought they yeah, didn't have all to this pay. Lavish things. Like, are you fucked? I would have been like, that is, that makes me so I know. mad. And like, they're yelling after her, like, bear, like. Oh my God. I have like secondhand embarrassment for this family. It's, it's one thing. And if for you, the husband, like it, I'd be grossed out by him. It's one thing if you won the lottery, if I won the lottery, there should be some expectations by mm. my, my, in, my siblings Mm-mm. that I'll probably cover. A, Hold on. Maybe, but I do I think that $50 million. I think that there Brian needs to be, bill. there <laughs> needs to be a conversation. I would never, ever assume like, I'm going to order all these appetizers, these drinks, fucking Dom Perrin, and then assume that someone's going to pay. I would fucking never do that. You'd have to have a pre-conversation. I don't care how much money they're worth. Right. I would never, ever assume that. No one should ever assume that. Like, it would be that person who has either won the lottery, inherit whatever it is, they would have to verbally communicate, hey, guys, I'm going to take care of this bill. Like, have at it. You've Unless co- they do that, You've got done. a question as, you got a you're question done. whether or not that husband was just there because he knew the inheritance would eventually come. I don't know. Like that's... that kind of behavior warrants you questioning that. I know. It's weird. Okay. This, uh, this second I one, that. that definitely the asshole, right? For sure. Oh. This second one is so similar. I literally thought it was the same one. And I was like, am I tripping out? Or is it worth reading? Yeah. It's just oh. interesting. Okay. It's, it's slightly different. Okay. I, female 32, just got engaged to my fiance, 37, Sam. 
We do not live together because we're waiting till marriage, given he and his family are highly conservative Christians, but they're really nice and lovable people. I had plans to spend New Year's Eve with Sam, but he said he was out for dinner uh, celebrating with his parents. Then he called me again, inviting me to join them, and I happily did. His parents were there. They welcomed me with and ordered many dishes and desserts and drinks. We celebrated and had a great time. That is until it was time to pay. I pulled my wallet out of my bag, letting them know that we'll split the check between us. Sam mumbled, no, you don't have to. We invited you. But I insisted. He and his parents then stared at me. I asked what was wrong, and both his both my mother and father-in-law said they didn't have any money on them. I was shocked. I turned to Sam and he said he too forgot his wallet at home and didn't bring enough money to cover even one round of drinks. His dad then laughed nervously and said, all right, so guess we should let the doctor pay. I was taken aback, said, I'm sorry, but no, this is just so much money to spend on one dinner by myself. And I didn't think I was expected to pay this entire bill. Sam said I should pay and he'd pay me back later, but I said no, since I know he will have to get a job, apparently wasn't doing well, to pay that much money. I said, I'm sorry, but this isn't the first time I've been put in this situation by him and his family where she's had to pay. Like, the fuck? Um, Here's the thing about being a doctor. A lot of people don't realize most doctors start off significantly in debt. Yeah. Because being a doctor ain't cheap. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. I know. She's the like, audacity. I told them I'll, I'll, I told them I'll only pay for what I had and that's it. He, he and his parents were shocked. They started arguing about how I have the potential to pay right there and then, but I was acting as if they were strangers, not family. I can tear, I can guarantee you if I was her. I uh, hope they're not together. Anymore. They wouldn't be, I wouldn't be together with someone like that. I know you marry people's family. It's not, fucked not only do you up. marry people's family, but, but he should know better. Mm-hmm. Oh, shame on him. I know. I'd be like mortified to be like, I'm, I would just see, I would never look at him the same. I'd be like, Sam, I'm sorry. <laughs> Red flag. Speaking of marriage, uh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah. 22nd. Yeah. Today's our, today's, well, New hey, Year's Eve. We got married New Year's Eve. You know what always screws me up? Which date? Like, it's How 20- long have we been married? The only reason I know is because we have champagne flutes upstairs that say 2016. No, I always know we got married on 2016. But, but I, then you don't know how to count the years. But I don't know how to count the years. Yeah, I still don't. I'm like... 2016, 17, 18, seven, 19, 17 20, is one. 21, 22, 23. Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Super it's very itchy. confusing. <laughs> super itchy. Seven year itch, they say. Oh, I see what you did there. My schnutz. <clears throat> what is your favorite New Year's Eve story? Besides our wedding, obviously, I was going to tell you my favorite, but I, it's definitely our wedding. <laughs> I don't think I have one. Like I didn't do a lot of stuff on New Year's Eve. One, one New Year's Eve, I, uh, I got something in my eye. Like I got a sparkle in my eye. No, I did. And it cut my eye. In my eye. I cut my eye and I couldn't go out with, uh, Chris and Tomb. Grounded. My favorite story. I don't uh, do much for New Year's. To be completely honest, you don't like I, New Year's. I do not like no, New Year's. I've never not. been a New Year's Eve person. I think it's overpriced. I think it's silly. I would much rather stay home with close friends, have some wine, play board games, just like get fucked up in my own house. Blowjobs. Now that the kids are out, like they can sleep in the basement. This is what my parents did. They would rotate with their friends who hosted all of their friends from high school, like when they had kids and stuff, all the kids would stay in the basement. No one would come upstairs unless somebody was like amputated, missing an arm. Like it was not, it, you just didn't come up and bother the parents. You had to be seen, but not heard. It seriously, like, no, that's not true. Like my, see parents, next year, bitch. my parents weren't rude about it, but I feel like that's not the case this year. Like the kids are everywhere, but we just like fucked around in the basement and like made our own fun. And my parents, like everyone was so hammered upstairs. They had a great time. New Year's Eve as a kid was the best. It was so my fun. My favorite New Year's Eve by far. By far, not even remotely close outside of our wedding. 
myself, Smitty, Frazier, and Clev went to Montreal. And we spent four days in Montreal, just the four of us. And the night before New Year's was Frazier's uh, birthday. And we got these tickets to do bar hopping. So the all of the... All of the buses around uh, Montreal just literally took you from bar to bar to bar as long as you had this pass with you. And on our way back to our hotel, I think it was, uh, I don't even know how it started. Oh, yes, it started because Cleverly and I started going, and then all of a sudden, what? Yeah, we started doing that. And then all of a sudden, Clev goes, Tommy used to work on the docks. And then Frazier came in. The union been on strike is down on his luck full love. Then Frederick, uh, then Smitty came in. Oh, love. And then all Send of a sudden we started, we started building this thing. It was now, like a flash mob. We, we started building this thing at the front of the bus. And I kid you not, this was the coolest experience that I've That's ever, ex- I've ever experienced. We ended up having like 30 strangers on the bus. Whoa, That's we're so halfway there. Whoa. We took, we were all going to go to the last bar. Literally every one of those strangers across from our hotel yeah. was a karaoke bar. <laughs> That's so funny. We got the bus driver to reroute the bus and all of us went to a karaoke bar That's that night. That's actually so fun. It was the best. It feels like a movie. It was the best. Like a feel good movie. And then it's like at the end and then it pauses in the middle of the song and it freezes. And then it's like, Jimmy has now like he went to school for blah, blah, blah. And it has their life or whatever. And then like it goes to the next song and he's uh, like, so-and-so has a family. and blah, blah, blah. So the next, yeah, the next day was New Year's <laughs> Eve. The next day was New Year's <laughs> Eve. My sister and her friends ended up coming to Montreal. We ran into them. I got so plastered by about six o'clock. I passed out. Everyone's like, Ryan's done for the night. And I'm like, I'm not done for the night. Just I'm not sleep. Little, I was like my dad. Walking. I was like my dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I passed out for about two hours while everybody drank around me. Literally just drank around Can me. Can you do a Christopher Walken impression? Not right now. Let's try. I don't want to. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's thanks. Good. Thanks. That's thanks. Good. Uh, anyways, everyone drank around me. I woke up and like. Boom. I was like puke and rally back, oh, back God. to it. You're good. At we that. went out, had the best night ever. We're all partying. We're all like shit faced, which is so cool. Cause my sister is three years older than me. And mm-hmm. then prior to that, Michelle and I didn't really get along. We became like best friends that night. Mm. Did we just become best friends? Yes. Um, anyways, we get hammered about one o'clock. We look around Cleverly's nowhere to be found. Classic. Nobody knew where Cleverly was. He got kicked out of the, he got kicked out of the bar. He lost his leather jacket. Someone robbed him and stole oh, his yeah. and stole his watch. Some cab driver found him wandering the streets of Montreal with no jacket on. And if you've been to Montreal at, in New Year's, it's cold as shit. Yeah, that's wild. Ended up picking him up, bringing him back to that, but bringing him back to uh, our that hotel. Is so nice today. No one would give a shit. So we all we literally all go back to the hotel. Be like, where did he go? Like, let's go back to the hotel because that's probably where he was. Couldn't find him. Nobody saw him. We have this video camera. Mm. We brought this video camera and we're literally with a microphone interviewing each other. Cleverly, we don't know where we are, but we're going to find you. So Frazier's passed out. Tyler Smith and I literally roam the streets of I've Montreal. I've seen those videos. Yeah, amazing. They're good. We roam the streets of Montreal and we almost get mugged like three times. We end up finally like, he, he's either gone yeah. or he's somewhere he's in jail. with, or he's, he's yeah, he's yeah. either gone in jail or with a girl. Yeah. Right. So we're like, we got to get back here. We're going to die. Yeah. So we get back there. Sure as shit. Here he is. He's sleeping in the bed the whole time. We wake him up. This is, this is classic 
classic cleverly. We were like, Clev, where, where were you? What happened? He looked at us and says, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and then went to bed. And here we are like, okay. Oh my God. That was, that was That's the best. The unfortunate thing is, is we came home and on our way home, we stopped at the gas station and found out there was a tsunami. Oh, remember the big tsunami that came in and destroyed everything? That's how we found out oh, about it. Oh yeah! Wow, yeah. that's that's weird. Everyone remembers. Everyone remembers yeah. the tsunami. Yeah, but I remember cleverly. Lost oh, in wow. fucking Montreal. Doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. Happy and, New Year's, guys. Yeah. Happy New Year's, guys. Happy anniversary, Brittany. Thanks, babe. Guys, 2024. Can you just? It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a good year. We're proud of you for making it through 2023. That was hard for some of us. Yes, it was. There's a lot that happened. Peace out, A town. Boop boop Bye. boop boop. New Year's. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Beerley and I'm Jennifer Chaikin and we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout, making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the cycle babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself.